And so my walk with Christianity has been one that has presented me with so many different life experiences that have shaped me as a human being and as a light worker. And if there is one thing that I have learned, it's that at the core of it is love. Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hey there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are coming to you with a Lightworker Basic video. So this isn't something that we have done in a while. Um, It's actually probably been about a year since we've done one of these, but what our main goal is with it is to bring forth basic Lightworker information to help support the Lightworkers on this planet. And so today we are going to be talking about our walk with Christianity and how that has really shaped us as light workers on this planet. So we are just going to jump right into it and get started. So Beth and I are really going to utilize this video to explain what Christianity means to us and how we have connected with it during parts of our lives and how it's really shaped us into being the people that we are today. So we're going to kind of share our personal experiences with it. Um, one to like help you guys get to know us a little bit better to kind of see like where we come from and how we've turned into the people that we've turned into, but also just to kind of spread some knowledge on what it is that we believe and how we've gotten to this place really. So Beth and I, Beth, our, our stories are pr- pretty much going to overlap quite a bit, especially like the beginning parts because we both were raised Catholic. And for my family, we weren't like strict, strict Catholic. Like we went to church as much as we could. And it was really just me and my mom, my brothers and my dad didn't go. Um, But we didn't like have to go, you know, like there's the families that go like on Easter and Christmas, but not throughout the rest of the year. We'd kind of just sprinkle in whenever we, whenever we could make it, but we were never super strict. But I was raised with classic Christian beliefs and that really shaped my spirituality throughout the first portion of my life. It wasn't until I was in probably high school, the end of high school, my like junior, senior year, that I started to question my belief systems and my family's belief systems. Again, we weren't super strict, so it wasn't like this big deal or anything in my family. Um, But it was something that I was just kind of going through on my own. And it was something that like, like I said, I just started to question things and look into other possibilities of what existed out there. Um, so I started thinking to myself, how can we follow the Bible when it is something that was written thousands of years ago or whatever um, by a group of men and has been translated and has been rewritten and has been altered throughout these years you know how do we know that this is what we're supposed to be following that this is the truth and how do we know that all these stories are 
or what happened. You know what I mean? So I just started to question these things and really start to open myself up to the fact that there could be other possibilities out there. So then when I was in college, so at this point, you know, Beth and I have been friends forever, pretty much since like the third grade. So when I was in college, I kind of put my spiritual beliefs, my religious beliefs on the back burner, on the back burner, wasn't really thinking about them. It wasn't a part of my life. I just was open to other possibilities and I didn't go to church. I didn't really follow the Christian faith or anything like that. And at the time, Beth was talking about going to some mediumship classes. And I, of course, knew what mediumship was, but it was never something that was like talked about in Christianity. And it was not really something that I had ever known anybody around me to experience before. And so it was really difficult for me to understand what was happening and what existed and what the truth was. And I really just had no clue. And so fast forward several years until what, 2017, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I awakened spiritually and I was like, wow, there is so much more out there than I ever realized ever. Like I was open before, but I became way more open. And at first it was so difficult for me because I started learning more about being a light worker and about that aspect of spirituality and, and that like, maybe like, like there isn't this like one infinite power, like this man named God, who's ruling over all of us. Right. Um, it's this idea of a all encompassing universe or source or spirit or whatever you call it. I mean, even, and I'll get into this in a little bit, but like even God is still kind of this idea of like this, this overarching, like reigning power. Right. But then I realized that I really had a lot of pain when it, when I, when it came to Christianity and calling this power, this like overarching reigning power, God felt really gross to me. And it was I was immediately turned off when I heard somebody else call, call it God or like talking about Jesus, just like had this, like created this like really gross feeling in the pit of my stomach. And that's just because as many of us who were raised Christian or, or any sort of faith like that, we have a lot of pain coming from that. And there's so many wounds um, that, that stem from that. And so I had a lot of healing to do when it came to Christianity And through that healing, I finally got into a place where, well, I don't personally call it God because I just don't resonate with that. I call, I call it source or spirit or the universe. I don't, I don't get that twinge as much when somebody else calls it God. I know Beth uses the term God all the time. And I, and that's totally fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that pains me anymore. And I have gotten to this place by being able to connect the dots through a lens that is a little bit more spiritual. And so I look at stories from the Bible and I look at stories that I was told um, within the Christian faith um, and I can see them for what I believe that they truly are. And so I look at Jesus and I'm like, well, that was really a person. And he was somebody who was super tapped in and he had this, compassion for people that didn't exist in that time 
and he was able to love on people and he was able to help people in ways that, you know, that was unseen at that point in time. And so he became this, this legend because he was able to help so many people. And I can look at it and be like, okay, that makes sense to me rather than like the stories that were told in the Bible don't resonate as much with me. And so I'm able to look at the Christian faith and see events that, that happened, but I can see them from a more human perspective instead of this, this um, very godly perspective, right? This very Christian perspective. And I can see that these stories were created from values that are like universal truths, but that throughout time they were altered and they were altered by negative, negative things, you know, like the patriarchy. And they were, they they were basically altered to keep people in a state of fear and they were altered to keep people in like a certain mindset that there is like this overruling, you know, this creator, this God. And if you do something bad, you're going to hell, right? And as long as you're a good person, you'll go up into heaven with him. And I don't believe that it's as simple as that. I don't believe, personally, I don't believe that there is a, like a, a heaven and a hell. I think that that many of us are from a certain that a place, you know, within the universe and we utilize the earth as a training platform and we are here to evolve our souls and to become better. But I don't believe that in this life, if we do terrible things that we, that we're sent to an eternal hell, I think that we, I think that we're reincarnated and we're sent on this platform again to redo it and to learn the lessons. And that's why we have these, these generational traumas because we're sent back to relive aspects of previous lives that we need to heal from and that we need to learn from. And so I don't believe that things are as simple, as simple as like a heaven and hell. I think that all of it is a huge metaphor I think that we're all here to better ourselves and to follow these universal truths and to, to learn. And I think that Christianity kind of took these stories and turned it into something that motivated their agenda, which was to keep people small and to keep people in a place of fear. But what I really want the point of, of my experience and my story to be is that I think that what helps a lot of people heal from the wounds that stem from Christianity and faiths similar to Christianity is being able to see the lessons within like the Christian faith from a more human sense and from a more spiritual lens that allows them to really see the truth behind it all. That's not being covered up by what, by what like the Christian leaders wanted us to follow. And I hope that makes sense. And I also just want to say that this isn't us like trying to tear apart Christianity or anybody who believes, uh, who follows the Christian faith. This is literally just our beliefs and how we have come into a place of understanding spirituality and we've moved away from the Christian beliefs. And so we really don't want to offend anybody here we're not saying that we are 100% correct. 
because who knows we are just stating what we believe in and we hope you know if you're if you resonate with this awesome like we'd love to continue this conversation but like i said we're we're not here to offend anybody we just want to share what our beliefs are and my experience with christianity started off very similar to hannah's i was raised in a catholic household my mom took it pretty seriously and we went to church pretty much every single week barring that nobody was sick and i will be honest i didn't have much of a connection to the faith except through my grandmother who is incredibly devout she still is to this day she's still with us i am very blessed to have both of my grandmothers my grandfather that i did know he has since transitioned but my grandma she really shaped who I, who I believed in from a faith standpoint from a very, very early age. And my belief system really started from her perspectives. Because like I said, we go to the Catholic masses and as children, I don't necessarily know about you, my friend, but it was very hard for me to understand as, mm. as a kiddo. And my grandma Bonnie really was the first person, was the first beacon of light in my world when it came to discussing God and who God was at its core. And we would often talk about heaven and that my grandmother, <laughs> it'll probably make me a bit emotional, but she always was so encouraging of creating your own personal heaven and that she was going to be the one that would carry the torch when she got up there and make sure that what we discussed was in my personal heaven was there when I arrived. And was just the most beautifully gentle, compassionate individual with me with discussing God. And so she really laid the foundation for me. And like I said, she is still very much so present on this earth. And we speak about God all of the time. My beliefs have really transformed since I was a little one, but we are still able to discuss this amicably, which I believe is the key for every yeah. single one of us, whether you are Christian, Catholic, uh, which of course coincide, uh, Buddhist, you know, all of these different religions, as long as you can come at these different discussions from a place of respect and understanding, there is so much in the way of learning opportunities here yeah. because there is so much truth spread throughout all religions. It's really just taking a step back and seeing what the truth is for you because there is no black and white. Yeah. But it wasn't until I was about 16 years old that I really started to develop a relationship with God. And at the time, I was in a very difficult place mentally. I am no stranger to depression and anxiety. And as a child and as a, as a young adult, as a teenager, I was really faced with some heavy, heavy challenges in this arena, um, self-harm and just really difficult cycles. And I was looking for something or someone to help me through this, my friends. Hannah and I have discussed on other episodes 
that we are no strangers to the spiritual world. Hannah has been my best friend for 18 years. I'm somebody who was born onto this planet, very much so awake <laughs> to the different relationships you can have with the other side. And the house that I grew up in was incredibly active and made believers out of the most stern atheists. <laughs> We have some really fun stories about that, actually. We'll share them another time. I was going to say, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> uh, but I was kind of awake in this home, and it was causing me a lot of challenging, a lot of challenges. Like, let's just bring it down to human perspectives. Holy cow. And I met a man, or a boy at the time, because we were 16. And he was very much so devout in his faith as a non-denominational Christian. And his family really took, took me under their wing and invited me into this church. And it completely changed my life. And I came into spiritual awakening in that church. And this is why I have such an incredible, profound relationship with Jesus and with God in the Christian sense. Not that I believe that necessarily all of the Christian theology applied onto God is correct because I don't personally. But my relationship with the Christ consciousness and with Mary really began in that faith. And I was very devout. I went to church at least three times a week Bible study every single night. It was a process and a part of my life that completely shaped me as a human being. And Hannah walked through this with me. We were young adults at that time, and Hannah mm -hmm. was kind of going through her own process, like she mm -hmm. said, with God and what her interpretation of Christianity was. And there was Beth, you know, her best friend. <laughs> talking to her about all sorts of stuff but the way that I came into the church was through the book of Revelation and that's what we were studying as as a as a church and so I don't know if you know what the book of Revelation is but it's the end of times and it's essentially a channeled book within the bible that speaks to what the events are that will lead to the end of the world of the world as we know it and lead into the new earth and it was quite the way to be brought into the faith. And so I was on fire for God and just really trying to do my best as a young Christian to spread this truth. And it ended up doing more harm than good in a lot of cases, but shaped me as a young individual. And so for two years, that's really where I landed was from 16 up until, excuse me, from 16 up until 18, I was very heavily involved going to this church at least three times a week, involved in several of the ministries, and was a very devout Christian. And then I came to a place where I couldn't deny what was happening to me any longer as an individual. Uh, Catholicism has a very kind of a black and white view of what it means to be a psychic medium. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily like that term because there are 
so many negative connotations that come along with it. But if you were to label me, that's what I am. I have a relationship with transitioned loved ones and with spirit on the other side. And I always have, I have always been somebody that connects with these different entities and with these different loved ones, you know, that are no longer with us. It is something that I am uncomfortable talking about, frankly, a lot of the time, because like I said, people have opinions and they are willing to fire them left and right at you. And it made me at the time and still does, it's a challenge that I work with, very uncomfortable because in the Catholic belief, it's not a good thing to be able to do these things and you're demonized. And so I found myself in kind of a place with my faith where I was like, where do I fit into this? Because why would God present me with these abilities if they're bad? And I know that, you know, I believe in a sovereign God and I believe in spirit in a way that it loves everybody equally and that there is no such thing as being born onto this planet as bad or good that we make our own path and that as individuals that are born onto planet earth it is our responsibility to figure out what that path means for us as individuals but having that label above my head was difficult for me and i left the faith because I didn't know what to do. And like Hannah said, I found myself really looking for answers within different classes. I had a teacher for a while that helped me establish a relationship with communicating uh, with mediumship and with psychic abilities. That is another part of my life that completely shaped me as an individual. And I found myself really leaving behind all of Christianity, Jesus included, the angels included, Mary included, which up until that point, even before I was non-denominational, was a huge part of my life. Even mm -hmm. if I wasn't a devout Catholic, I still really was anchored into these different beings of light because they exist. 100% they exist. And having a non-denominational relationship felt so good for me in that way because I was able to commune with these energies and to feel the love. And so when that was really under question for me as I branched into being a 19, 20, 21 year old, it was very hard. And there was a lot of pain there because I had a very, very close relationship with Jesus all through my childhood and then got even more so attached to this being as a non-denominational Christian. And to have that cut off was very difficult for me. And like Hannah said, anytime anybody brought up the religious figures, it was almost like I rejected it automatically because of my own pain and because of my own places of trauma. It was very difficult for me to even hear their names. And it wasn't until about two years ago that I really began to investigate these relationships again. And I'll never forget when it happened. I was sitting on my couch and I felt that same presence, that same Christ consciousness that I had felt 
so many times growing up. And that support system, that person that I would call out to when I was terrified in my bedroom as a child because I was having visitors that I didn't understand and that had protected me so many times and it shielded me from the different experiences that you can absolutely have as a sensitive. And I was approached by this same energy and I rejected it at first. And I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. You know, this isn't somebody that I'm wanting to commune with. And I took a step back and I just allowed myself to feel that love again. And I recognized that same love, that same energy that held me as a child and that communicated with me as a non-denominational Christian was still there for me as the person that I had become as a light worker. And even though my belief systems had changed dramatically, and I wasn't even plugging into the Christian aspects anymore at this point, he was still there. And this was something that took me by surprise, my friends, because when you think about leaving the church, you think about leaving behind all aspects of the church. And so many light workers, heck, on our channel, I have talked about Jesus before, and we immediately have people in the comment section that are rejecting it. Mm -hmm. That's okay, because we all have our different areas within ourselves that cause that feeling of to surface and that rejection. I get it. I get it because I've been there. Hannah's been there. It's not necessarily easy to discuss these topics because there is so much pain surrounding yeah. so many of our individual journeys with them. But that day on the couch, I found myself allowing this interaction to take place. And I recognized that this being, Jesus, Mary, the archangels, they loved me just as much now as they did before. And what does that mean about them as individuals and about them as sources of light? It means that they have my back. <laughs> and it means that it's okay to have an interaction with them and to use them. And I mean that in the most beautiful sense of the word, to facilitate a relationship with them as somebody who doesn't necessarily coin themselves as a Christian. And from that moment forward, I began to build a relationship with them again, based off of that premise. And it has been incredibly rewarding and incredibly comforting and beautiful in the most simplest of terms. That's me and that's my journey. And I am not pushing that on anybody mm -hmm. because it is nobody's place to tell you what you should believe but for me this has been my walk with these individuals and I take Jesus and Mary and the archangels especially Michael as some of my most treasured friends and treasured confidants and when I look at my spirit team those individuals are at the forefront and I think that is what I wanted to speak about with this in my perspectives, because like I said, I feel like as individuals, if we've come out of the faith, and if we've come out of that faith, I should say, 
it is so easy for us to say, they don't want a relationship with me. These sovereign beings aren't interested in communicating with somebody outside of the designated religion. Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> Jesus wasn't even a Christian. And I think that these umbrella terms that we put over these belief systems can be so incredibly damaging because then we feel like there's a separation and there doesn't need to be because at their core, in their most aligned forms of being, this all comes, it all comes back to love mm -hmm. and it all comes back to compassion and being that open heart and that source of the compassion and the love and the peace as we make our way through the life experiences together as a collective consciousness because at our core we are all connected we have spoken to the new earth so many times on this channel and what we believe the new earth is Hannah and I believe that the new earth is so many things, but one of the most beautiful aspects of it is the global community and is that connection that streamlines from me to Hannah, to you, to your mother, to your brother, to your sister. And I think when we can take a step back and reconnect into that, we can see that the beings of light that we have grown up learning about, whether it's Jesus or Buddha, Mary Magdalene, you know, Mary, mm -hmm. the, the mother of God. We are all a part of this journey together. Every single one of us carries our own struggles and our own burdens. And when we unite together, we are infinitely stronger. And so my walk with Christianity has been one that has presented me with so many different life experiences that have shaped me as a human being and as a light worker. And if there is one thing that I have learned, it's that at the core of it is love. And that the only times it gets muddled up with anything but that, it's because man has put that in there to divide us because the Jesus I know the Archangel Michael I know they don't judge you based off of your God-given gifts they don't judge you based off of your sexual orientation or who you choose to be as a human being on this planet they love each and every one of us infinitely far more than we have any possible comprehension of. And this is my understanding of these beings. Is it different than yours? Probably. That's beautiful too. Because when we all come together with our perspectives, we have the opportunity to learn about one another. And that's beautiful. And I think that's really what the point of this whole episode was. Yeah. It's just coming forward in a way of unification and in a way of saying that even if our beliefs don't align with yours, that that in and of itself is part of the human experience. Yeah. And what a beautiful thing to experience as lightworkers. 
And so that is all that we have for you today, our friends. This, once again, is a Lightworker Basics video. Hannah and I are going to be coming forward with these, hopefully on a weekly basis, if not bi-weekly. But the whole point of them is really to just kind of take things down to their root level and not only share more about us as individuals, but share our beliefs and how we believe it bridges all of us together. And with that, we are heading out. Thanks so much for listening to this episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. We do strive to come up with episodes every single week, so be sure to stay tuned for more. And also be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or Anchor. That is where we release the episodes. Thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.